Welcome to r slash true off my chest, where OP finds out that her husband is cheating, but decides not to confront him about it. Our next Reddit post is from OK Opportunity. I caught my husband with his best friend, but I won't tell them that I know. My husband, who's 28, is wealthy, and he's providing me, a 30-year-old woman, with a great life while I'm studying. I would have never been able to afford it otherwise. As a matter of fact, I was a barista before I met him, and I didn't even dare to dream about starting college. Now, I'm in engineering school, and he pays for everything. We have a great house. I don't need to do anything but study and have fun. His best friend from college, a 27-year-old woman, separated from her common-law husband after he cheated on her. She had no place to go, and we have a guest house. I never had anything to worry about with them, because they'd known each other for ages. I always thought that if they wanted to, it would have happened already, but I was mistaken. I started having a hunch because of nothing in particular. I just felt that they had changed with each other somehow, so I snuck in on them after pretending to go to my mom's. Nobody knows that I know. Afterwards, I couldn't let him touch me for two months, blaming it on stress from school. Now we do passionately hug, because I don't want him to suspect me or get tired of me. I cried the first time that he touched me after I found out, and I wanted to vomit, but I blamed it on stress. Now, I just let him. I try to think about other things and try to convince myself that it's just passionate hugging. I fake it sometimes when he notices me being absent-minded and starts saying, Baby, come back to me. I'm in a race with time to finish school before he throws me aside for her. I also had an IUD inserted without telling him. Nobody knows. Not even my closest friends. Everyone thinks I'm the luckiest woman on earth. That I'm so loved and cherished by an amazing successful husband. Nobody knows that I cry myself to sleep every night. So, this woman gets cheated on, and then her response to being cheated on and having her life ruined is to do it to someone else. Sounds like a real keeper, that other woman. And honestly, OP, I can't blame you for what you're doing at all. Your husband is clearly using you, so I think it's perfectly reasonable for you to use him back. Our next Reddit post is from No One Cares. I'm a 29-year-old woman, and I got married a year ago yesterday. My husband and I have been together for five years in total. My husband's been best friends with Sasha, who's 30, since they were in diapers. I knew that, and I never really had a problem with their friendship until my husband and I officially started dating. Sasha would try and get between us, and every date that we went on, she was there coincidentally. Which was relatively annoying, because my husband would let her stay with us on all of those dates. Now, yesterday was my wedding anniversary, and my husband forgot since he had a road trip with Sasha. I didn't even know about this road trip until he said that he was leaving. I didn't bother telling him that it was our anniversary, since he didn't remember, and he would probably still spend the day with Sasha even if he did know. I didn't bother telling him bye. I just walked out and decided that I was going to go shopping and do something for myself. I did that, but then his mother called me during the day wishing me happy anniversary and asked me where my husband was because he wasn't answering his phone. I told her the truth about his whereabouts and that he didn't remember our anniversary. She was shocked and told me that she didn't think that Sasha and my husband still had feelings for each other. I asked her, what do you mean still? She said that they did date in high school, but my husband told his mom that he never did like Sasha romantically. Everything started to become more clear now. 
Maybe he did remember our anniversary, but chose not to say anything because he loved Sasha. If he loved her, he could have at least told me before we got married. I would have been hurt, but I understand feelings and I know that you can't control them. I don't know how to comprehend anything right now. I'm numb and I don't get it. All I know is, my husband doesn't even love me. OP, um, your husband may not have remembered your anniversary, but I would bet you money that Sasha remembered. You and your husband are just coincidentally going on a road trip on your wedding anniversary? Nah, I don't buy it. This was much more than a coincidence. Then OP posted an update. That day, I had to leave for work, and when my husband got back, he called me immediately. I'm pretty sure that he called me a hundred times demanding to know where I was, but I ignored them. After work, I went straight to his home. I walked in, and lo and behold, Sasha was sitting on the kitchen counter chatting to my husband, smiling and laughing. At that moment, I wanted to scream and cry. I hated it. My husband saw me and came up to me asking me where the hell I was. I told him that we needed to talk and took him upstairs. He asked what was up. The audacity he had. I had genuinely had enough, so I told him that I wanted a divorce because he went on a road trip with another woman on our anniversary. I cried and screamed until I couldn't anymore, and all he did was effing stand there looking at me. I was so frustrated. I asked him if he had anything to say, and all he said was that I shouldn't have yelled like that because Sasha was here and she would be offended if I thought that I couldn't trust her. That was my last effing straw. I left, and the next time I see him, it's with divorce papers. I'm not going to cry anymore because I deserve better. I'm currently looking for divorce lawyers and will be starting the process as soon as I can. The audacity of that man after all I've done for him. It's clear that he chose Sasha because even though she wasn't in the same room as us, he thought of her and her feelings. I broke down in front of him, and he effing thought of her. Our next Reddit post is from Deleted. My husband's Tinder date contacted me, and now I know why he stopped going down on me. We have three small children together, and after I gave birth, he stopped giving me oral. I missed it, but he made up for it in other ways, so I wasn't really bothered and I didn't make the connection. Two weeks ago, a woman contacted me on Facebook. She said that she suspected that my husband is the guy that she's been going out with, and she showed me his profile picture. How stupid are men nowadays, or at least men in my country, when you can easily find out their marital status, their address, and who lives at their address with one Google search? Anyways, in his Tinder profile, he said that it's very important for him to find women who are child-free. I made a fake profile and started swiping men my husband's age until I found him. We started talking, and he was not the same man that I married. I mean, I know that it's him, but he was cold, rude, horny, and calculated. He only talked about passionate hugging. He's not the warm man that comes home to us every evening to help me with the kids, tuck them in, read them stories, and spend the rest of the evening cozying me up on the sofa. When I asked him why he only wants child-free women, he said, I can't stand the look of a mother's p I've been living in a haze. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I can't leave him. The woman who contacted me stayed in touch. She said that she could help me find a job, and she owns a few apartment buildings, and she's willing to give me one until I can start paying rent. How can life change so drastically in just two weeks? OP, you can and should leave him. 
If you're a stay-at-home mom, then that means that you're surviving off half his income anyways. So after you divorce him and get custody, then you'll probably get the same thing. I regret leaving my wife for my girlfriend. I don't know if I have the right to ask her to take me back. My wife and I separated a year and a half ago. Before that, we were together for 15 years. 15 happy years. We have two daughters together, 14 and 12. The last two years of our marriage, I thought that we had achieved all that we could achieve. Nothing changed, and we knew each other by heart. The pandemic years were hard on me mentally, being stuck at home 24-7. When I went back to the office after two years, I started getting happier, and I thought that was because I wasn't with her. But actually, it was because I could finally get out again. I met Anna, who's 32. She was one of the new people that we hired. Anna is free and happy, social and high-spirited. She took the office by storm. She was the opposite of my shy and calm wife. I remember when I first met my wife, I was the one who asked her out, and the first two years of our relationship, she confessed to me that she liked me for at least a year before I asked her out. With Anna, she was honest and verbal about how she had a crush on me, like an open book. She proposed to me. What? I told her that I was married and she said that we only lived once and that she just wanted to tell me how she felt no matter if I reciprocated or not. I felt strongly for her. I confessed to my wife that I was out of love with her. My wife asked me if there was someone else and I said yes. That was enough for her to not to try to dissuade me. I know that she was hurt and suffering in secret and I never tried to console her because I didn't want her to know that I knew how much she was hurting. Her pride has always been her dearest possession. I moved out a week later to move in with Anna. I thought that I was going to be over the moon now, but I felt that something was missing even when I felt happy. I thought that it was because I was missing my children and my home. I was used to being with my daughters every day, and now I see them only half the time. I thought that it was my daughters crying and not speaking to me that hurt me. I thought that it was a disappointment in their eyes that disturbed my sleep at night. My wife was my rock, even in separation. She made sure that the girls didn't refuse to see me. She kept my image whole and always spoke to them about how I loved them and how good of a father I was. I knew that she was hurting and I could see her missing me, but she never once lost her dignity. It was around Christmas when it hit me how much I really lost. Anna had surprised me with a trip to a warm destination because I was feeling down that this would be the first time that I wouldn't celebrate with my daughters who chose their mother. Anna always understood that my sadness was because I missed my girls all the time and she tried everything to cheer me up. The night before we took our trip, I dropped by my wife's place so I could leave my daughter's presence. My wife opened the door and she just looked so serene. I lost my balance on an ice patch and she just said, oops, and ran towards me to help with the gifts. I caught a whiff of her smell, and that's when it all hit me. I did miss my children, my home, and my stability, but most of all, I just missed my wife. I missed her warmth, her voice, her calmness, her wit, and most of all, her smell when I buried my face in her hair and neck on Saturdays when we could sleep in. I knew that I never really stopped loving her. She wasn't the reason that I went through a dark period. She was the only light that pushed me forward. I've always missed her. I've tried to explain it away because I have this new, brilliant girlfriend who's so different, who's teaching me how to be excited again. 
But now, my wife's face is the first thing that I think of when I wake up in the morning and look at the person sleeping next to me. And every time Anna kissed me, I closed my eyes and tried to imagine my wife's smell. I pushed those thoughts away because I thought of how miserable my life had been during the pandemic years. My wife was putting up the Christmas tree, and I asked her if I could stay for a beer, and she said yes. I started crying in our kitchen, and when she asked, I told her that I was missing the girls and how strange it was not to celebrate with them. She comforted me and told me everything would be okay and to have a nice trip. She said that change is never easy, even if we wanted it. Now, another Christmas is approaching. Anna has booked a new adventure for Christmas, and I didn't even protest. For the last year, picking the children up or dropping them off has been what I look forward to the most, just to see my wife's face. I've noticed how she's become happier and more accepting of her new life, and I envy her. I wish that I could just tell her how I feel, but I don't want to disturb her healing when she's come so far. I love her like I never loved her before, but I don't deserve a moment more of her life after what I did to her. Okay, um... I'm kind of guessing, I can't back this up, but I'm guessing that the reason why OP is making this post is because he wants to show how much he's changed and he's hoping that people in the comments will tell her, go to her, OP, you deserve to be together. But I don't think you do, OP, I really don't. You are the living embodiment of the grass is always greener on the other side. You're with your wife, you want to be with your girlfriend. You get with your girlfriend, you want to be with your wife. Like, man. Also, OP... You didn't notice it was a red flag that a woman who you weren't even dating, like you'd never been on a first date before, she proposed to you while you were married. And you're like, yeah, that sounds exactly like the type of normal, stable person that I want to build a life with. So long, wife. I've got a new girlfriend. Granted, we've never actually been on a date before or spent any real time together, but she proposed to me and I love her. And then... <laughs> And then throughout this entire post, you're like, my wife, my wife, my wife, buddy, it's your ex-wife. I think you mean to say your ex-wife opened the door. Your ex-wife's perfume is so amazing. You imagine your ex-wife's face. I don't know if anyone else listening to this has sympathy for this guy, but I don't. I just don't have a lot of sympathy for cheaters. And you know what's so bad about this? You know what makes it so awful is it sounds like the family he left behind is absolutely amazing. His wife sounds graceful, beautiful, kind, sweet, caring, and his daughters. Oh man. Let, let me let me ask you. If you're going to if you're a man, imagine you're a man and you're going to cheat on your wife. What is the absolute worst age for your daughters to be for you to cheat on your wife to make them completely lose all faith in you? Because I think the worst age would be like 12 to 14. Which is which is exactly what his daughter's ages are. If they were younger, then they wouldn't really understand what's happening and they still like idolize their parents. So I think they'd be able to like look past and forgive what's happening. If they were older, then yeah, they'd be really frustrated and angsty about it. But at least then when you're older, you kind of understand that not every relationship works out. So maybe that's just kind of their fate is to be separated. But like 12 to 14, that's right at that age where I think that Opie might have lost his daughters forever. I mean, I'm not saying they're probably not going to ever love him again, but I think he's probably done irreparable damage to their relationship. Oh man, Opie, you have made a, you've made a pretty bad mistake here. The more I think about it, the more I don't like you, Opie. You said, uh, what did you say? You said that her pride has always been her dearest possession. Nothing. 
absolutely nothing about this post would indicate that she's prideful or proud or like holier than thou. If anything, she seems graceful and caring and sacrificial, the opposite of prideful. The prideful person in this story, OP, is you. That was our slash true off my chest. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.